Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. This morning I'm on my way home from the alumni celebration in Curtis, Nebraska. I was honored to be part of celebrating 100 years of agricultural education in this southwest Nebraska town. 100 years sounds like quite a while until I get to thinking that it's already been 33 years since I graduated from what was then called the University of Nebraska School of Technical Agriculture. By today's standards, it was a pretty economical place to get an education. Rent on the house that the seven of us shared was $35 per man per month, and I paid most of my way through school with one calf crop from the 15 head of stock cows that I owned. I certainly got more for my money at Curtis than I did with a correspondence course I took a few years later. Colonel Marceau's School of Silent Auctioneering was one of the poorest investments I ever made. It's hard to believe that it's been a third of a century since I returned to Custer County with a 185 Suzuki dirt bike tied in the back of my El Camino to start a ranching career. The Suzuki proved not to be the safest way to handle cattle and the El Camino was sold to a sweet young vet tech who had taken a job in Broken Bow. The El Camino came back to the ranch a few years later when I made one of my wisest choices of asking the vet tech to marry me and the dirt bike was sold to a neighbor kid. I'm happy that I reverted back to real horsepower rather than counting so much on internal combustion companions but was reminded this week that I am in the minority after witnessing the motorized migration of pilgrims passing through my hometown on their way to the bike rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. I'm sure that none of those folks are listening to me on their radio this morning, but I thought I'd share my biker poem anyway. I called this one, A Dog's Tale. Somewhere out west, in a biker's nest, men swell their brews of barley, and thicken the air as scars they compare, but none match tails with Harley. Biker Bob had a steady job, not much different from you or me, except he's built like a bear and covered with hair, a biker wannabe. He is saving his pay for a V-twin someday, has a leather jacket and a pit bull dog. The jacket's backside reads, Born to Ride. The pit bull is named Harley Hogg. On his job one day, Bob was called away, left Harley in care of the local vet, where for nominal pay he could safely stay, and any worries Bob soon could forget. Some will debate the merits of fate, say the cards just fall where they may. Was it just chance or fluke circumstance? In the next cell was a pit bull named Jay. Jay was doing time for a social crime. Seems old Jay was quite the deceiver. He had earned his stay for having his way with a lovely young golden retriever. It's op-thought best in this part of the West since Jay was not the ideal suitor that a punishment's course should go right to the source and old Jay was in for a neuter. It was not vet insensitivity but 
just mistook identity that Harley should be taken from his cage. He did wiggle and strain and tried to explain, but fate had set the stage. His world went dark, and without a bark, he entered the land of dreams. But something now lacked as his bag was unpacked. His outlook had changed, so it seems. Bob's anger did burn upon his return at the altering of his dear friend's future. Harley said, what the heck, as he bowed his neck and gingerly licked at his suture. Doc did his best to put the issue to rest. He said, hey, Bob, this one's on me. Bob wiped his eyes on his poncho, said, it's not macho, but it's not often that service is free. Somewhere out west, in a biker's nest, men swill their brews of barley, and thicken the air as scars they compare, but none match tails with Harley. Thanks for riding along on Home Drone this morning, hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.